You're listening to Creative Voices, sponsored by Treebark Store. I just get better. If it's louder, I'm better at well, regulating you're, my mic. You're distance. not a wanderer, yeah? yeah? Well, I try not to be, but if yeah. it's louder, you tend not to be even more so. Do yeah. you mean you're tend not to? Because well, it's more obvious when you drop off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You gotta get up on the mic. You gotta get the <clears throat> what my friend calls the proximity effect. The proximity <laughs> of your omnidirectional mic. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the intro right there. Is that the <laughs> intro? Oh, shit, you've been recording. <laughs> been recording, yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> bollocks. <laughs> Big bollocks. <laughs> we're low curse. We're low curse. Yeah, we're low curse. It's fine. Okay, Absolutely cool, fine. cool. I mean, Fuck. <laughs> I mean, there's probably a limit on the amount of curses, but sure, no problem. You know? <laughs> okay, well, I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. Yes, okay. So that's Anto. Jeff. Oh, man, I'm sorry. I ruined the podcast. Can we start again? Can we start again? Sure, no problem. I could use my RTE voice. I've got an RTE voice. Actually, when we record, um, Andrew takes the piss out of me because he says, I turn on this. He's like, it's like the episode of Father Ted. Oh, yeah. Where I go on stage for the Eurovision once the mic starts recording, <laughs> and then I'm just like, Hello. How's it going? My name's Jeff. <laughs> on today's episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But genuinely, on today's episode. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We okay, are st- we're starting again. So, cut. None of that happened. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. here we are, guys. That voice you've heard besides mine is obviously not Andrew's. Yeah, yeah. It's the dulcet tones of Anthony. Dulcet, yeah. dulcet. I'll take that. I'll take that. From, yeah, cool. From, should I call you Anthony from Wildway? I mean, I know that's how you know locally, but it seems a bit. Um, um, I'm happy to be known as that. Yeah, yeah, it'd be weird if I wasn't actually. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Does it define you? That's the big question. Yeah, know? I think it does actually. Yeah, I think it does. I think I'm proud of what we do. So yes. Why the hell not? I've done some shit things. Yeah. You know what I mean. I've done some but really the gym isn't one of them. The gym isn't <laughs> one of them for sure. Yeah, yeah. That would do well. All right. So for. Uh, people who may not have heard the previous episode that yourself and your partner Holly did with us, which yes. has been quite some time ago now. Yeah, man, we only just got to Galway then, so we were like, we were like just like puppies. You know what I mean? Wide eyed puppies. Yeah. <laughs> now we're hardened by the streets of Moy Cullen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Moy Cullen, if you don't know, is the most gentrified part of Galway. Would you agree? The most gentrified, yeah. maybe like yeah. one of them. I mean, for sure. As a, as a business owner here I probably shouldn't say that because I'm sure people could hold me partly responsible for that but sure oh not? man we, we like a CrossFit gym and an artisan coffee spot like we've you know ruined I mean? the place we've ruined the place like <laughs> do you know what I mean like because like this I feel bad because there's elf fellas in this town who don't know what hit it like they still park sideways in like 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 car parking spots like they don't stop for pedestrian crossing because it's new so they don't have to do <laughs> yeah. that you know it's only put in the 90s like. they're not even in the 90s the traffic lights so I, I get I work from like six to um, the morning shifts probably to like one ish or, or something like that like, and from maybe from six to nine people still don't really use the traffic lights. I know but that's, right. at that time of the day they're more of a suggestion. Yeah, suggestion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's ropey. It's really ropey. Like, I'm I'm always constantly fascinated by that hill that comes down from your place. Yeah. Like yeah. I do remember one night coming home and some young lad came through that hill so fast that the sparks hit the car as he Jesus. came down. You know. Well, the lad actually went to the Super Valley there, didn't I? Yeah. At one stage, like, <laughs> yeah. imagine going shopping in your car. <laughs> I can get the milk while I'm here. Delicious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine being in the building, though, when it happens. Oh, man. It must feel like an earthquake. It must yeah. feel like a proper earthquake. It seems the kind mm. of thing you'd see in a movie, but you wouldn't ever actually expect to see. Yeah, happen. exactly. And I wouldn't imagine it's half as exciting in, in real life. In fact, it's fucking no, terrifying. It'd be terrifying. Yeah, you'd definitely just leave a little brown patch for sure. Um, I used to live in a cottage in the mountains with like seven other people. And it was, it was, it was a bit of a joke. Like, it was a great place. But my mate Brezzo hit it with a car. Once he was just coming down the hill. Hello, Brezzo. He was just a bit of an idiot. He was coming down the hill. It was on a steep hill. And he just like hit the front of the house. And it kind of shook a little bit. But it was an old cottage from like for 400, 300 years ago. It was like proper old. Yeah. And we thought like, oh, that's grand. Like it stood up really well there. It was grand. None of the doors afterwards closed properly. Like they're all, it was like they'd swollen. And then we went out at night one day. We were outside having beers at night. And we're like, what's that going on? And we looked and we couldn't figure it out. And we realized through several points in the wall, you could see the inside house lights coming through the wall. <laughs> I was like, okay, so that didn't last. So I've had a taste of that for sure. I, I actually worked in a building in Galway, and I probably shouldn't say where. But I remember when I started there first, it was a red brick front on it. And one part of it looked distinctly newer than mm. the rest of it. And it turns out that this was literally the manager's office. And the guy who worked there had driven his Mitsubishi Jeep full on through the wall on purpose no 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 well, oh, okay but the story he told like he was like oh you know 
Sorry about that. So we're just a little sound effect just to get you in the, in the mood What there. was that? That's the thing that what fell down the yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, that was. Oh my God, we manifested that Hoover. <laughs> the secret baby. <laughs> so he, uh, the story he tells is how he drove in and then like he hit an icy patch and he hit the brakes and the car started to slide. So then he tried the handbrake and said, well, that didn't work. He put it into reverse and you're like, I hear it's like 15 feet. I don't think there was time to no. try. He's had a load of points <laughs> and he just smashed through a fucking wall. Like, that's yeah. what that chap did. Like, I put it in reverse. Ask me how. There's no <laughs> way you put it in reverse. Like, 15 feet, go away. But it's hilarious because you can still see, like, to this day, if, you, if you're in that building, you can still see the impression of where he drove. The Shit. <laughs> like a wily e. coyote, like, just like pretty much. Yeah, yeah. It's like they literally just decided to replace the bricks in a zigzag fashion rather than <laughs> doing the whole section. Wall. That's Galway, baby. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be the expression I use. That's Galway, baby. We we used to have like like I am from Dublin, as you might may notice. I, I think you should point do, that out to the viewers. Just yeah, in case, do I still have? I don't think I have like. I think I'm getting less of a Dublin accent. You I think probably, the edge is coming off. Like, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. I guess. Well, you know what? Maybe you should go back and listen to a recording of yourself in a few years. Oh ago yeah, that would be interesting. And then it'll be full on Galway. But we used to call things Galway time. Do you know? Like people say Brazil time now. Yeah. But we used to say Galway time, and like like. I feel like that's a Galway way of fixing a wall as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, I guess Galway time, baby. Yeah, sure. The rest of it's fine. You don't need to do that bit. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it. Absolutely. Uh, all right. So, look, at, tell us a bit about yourself. Some people who tune in right now, they obviously know who you are. Um, if they're familiar with us, they're probably familiar with you guys or they've heard me speak about you in the past. They, you've, they had, you've had a few mentions of the show, actually. Oh, yeah. Delicious. Yeah. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. Good, good. I mean, I'm sure you've heard that, Anthony, because I'm sure you've listened to everything. <laughs> I have listened. <laughs> me listen, we listen to the podcast on a big road trip one. So, yes, <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> Um, man, I don't listen to any. I, I've had a baby recently, so I don't listen to anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's terrible. Like, um, but me, how to describe me? I am a strength and conditioning coach, CrossFit coach in Wyway CrossFit in Moycullen Galway. What else should I say, Jeff? <laughs> prompt me. Prompt me. Okay. So, mm. what kind of prompted me to do this was um, we'd been talking about this a while back, and yeah, and you wanted to mention to me about maybe it was time to. Be a bit more cheerful with my podcast. <laughs> ah, she said, "Why did you get someone positive on like Anthony?" And I was like, "That's a that's a good point." We should do a lot of yips and do a second <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, deal, Jeff. Is that what she meant? Yeah, maybe that's probably it. You know, I mean, we're yeah, drink- yeah. we're fucking drinking tea here. Like, yeah, you're <laughs> drinking tea. I mean, we're doing cool things. Yeah. <laughs> tea being a colloquialism for you. Know, yeah, yeah, um, for MDMA. <laughs> Imagine, like, oh man. Just coming up with all the daily business ideas and telling each other we love you. I love you, Jeff. We should have a coffee and a gym thing. <laughs> that's how coffee and gym evidently got going. How it all happened together. That's how it all happened, yeah. Uh, we had this independent conversation before we moved to McCullen, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, so the idea was, okay, it's been a weird year. Yes. It's been a weird year and a half or whatever. That's a imagine. fact. Everyone knows why. We don't need to tell anyone why. But you're in a unique position. You're a man who's self-employed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're in the fitness industry, yeah, which means for you're sure. closed for a long time. You're also a musician, which is yeah. something you couldn't do for a long That's time. That's also closed, yeah. yeah. Jesus, yeah. You got to have a kid. Um, yeah, lockdown, well, sorry, baby. Sorry, your partner had a kid. Yeah, I did not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I sat so, there and looked. You know, and you're a man who has a large presence on social media, right? Which is also never good for anyone's mental health. So you have what yeah. should be the perfect... The shite trifecta. Right? The tri-shite... No, it yeah. doesn't work. Tri-shite-sa. Tri- shit triangle. <laughs> Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. Yeah. So, how do you keep yourself? So, um, and you, you <laughs> MDMA. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I don't. I, man, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I mean, as I, like, you said, like I mean, you know, if anyone has a right to have a difficult year, it's probably yourself. And yet, you're, as you said, even though it's challenging, trying to juggle yeah. everything, but you know, the oh, for sure, open, is, yeah. you're doing but a good job. That, that's the thing as well. That that's a two edged sword because challenging is occupying. Do you know what I mean? So, like, if you're getting challenged, um. You're you are occupied. Your brain is occupied. So like you, you like everything. Um, I think in life is like contrast. Do you know what I mean? Like if you if anyone's ever done a fast for like twenty four hours, I did one for five days once. I'm not promoting fasting. I think it's not the best thing in the world. But anyway, I did it just to, just to see. It. I did it a couple of times. Mm. Um, and the first meal is the most amazing thing in the world, right? And I think, like, life is all about that kind of contrast. So I am insanely busy, and that means I can sit on the couch when I get home and just feel okay about it, do you know what I mean? Mm. feel good. But if I sat on that couch all day, like, believe you me, I'd be going absolutely up the wall, for sure. So I think even during lockdown, 
were kind of programming for people. Um, I had a baby. Again, I didn't have a baby, but we had a baby. Again, we didn't have a baby. She had a baby. <laughs> and, like, like we had so much to do. We had yeah. so much to do. Now, music really suffered. That was the one thing that really, like... Because fitness, like, I suppose, like, the, the, there's not much art in fitness. There isn't programming. You can, you can be very creative. Don't get me wrong. But, like, um, music for me was, like, the creative side it was an outlet it was an outlet yeah mm. yeah and uh, playing shows was was always amazing it's fun like you know just to get in and sweaty and like all the crowd surfing and, and good crack um, that was always a, yeah. an amazing outlet do you know what I mean because I just like it was such a contrast as well like like I was I was talking about earlier like you just I'd be in Sleepy Moy Cullen I'd go to a venue in Dublin or wherever like um, in whatever country and then it would just be this madness like absolute madness yeah, yeah. Just like, you know, bodies flying and then I just get back in the car and I go back to sleeping my corner. So that was that was a cool way of like always just getting like a little taste of creative freedom as well for a little while. But then like when that all went, yeah, I felt that for sure. That was that was the one thing where I was like, oh my god, like I you missed that. Oh yeah, I missed that. Like, cause I only have a bit of an old banjo at home and like basically like bow does have a groove to it every now and then, but like <laughs> I can't just play that constantly. But yeah, that was that was that was um that was hard. That was real hard. And the 2K was hard, but at least I was in the middle of the country. From yeah, my yeah. like brother and stuff like that, they were stuck in Dublin City. And man, I don't know how people in Dublin did it. Jesus Christ! I like I'd rather dig myself in the in the knob like like several times rather than be stuck for in in Dublin City doing that. Like you know, imagine 2K in Dublin City. Admittedly, there's a lot to do, but everything's locked down anyway. I think re- people just don't get to see like see a fucking field or yeah you know, yeah a bunch of trees or just any green yeah feeling because. I think the one thing you definitely need in those kind of scenarios, and look, let's be honest, you know, I'm sure lots of people skirted outside the 2K, and maybe some people had to for their mental health. Yeah. But, you know, if you're stuck in a city like that, and you have that locked-in feeling, and you don't get to go out and be out in the world or in nature, that's even more punishing again. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely, definitely, definitely. And, yeah. Well, like, if you're a city person, like, me and you aren't city people. Like, we like the cities, it's nice to visit, but cool, we live in the country. Yeah. Maybe for a city person, it's grand. Because I don't think my brother found it that hard. But like, uh, for me, like, uh, you that, have found it, that yeah. would kill me. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was nice. It was nice weather. Lockdown could have been worse. Like, could have been worse. But it was it was hard going. It was hard going. But uh, like, just occupying myself. Like, the garden never looked so good. Jesus. Like, the house never looked so good. Like, it, it was amazing. Like, it was good. Like, apart from that. Apart from that. Do you find that actually, just swinging back to the point you made there, like, you know, the sleeping my cuddling up to crazy venues. So, do you think it was that good for you afterwards, like, to come down off that high of the gig? And it's probably better for you then to retract and come back to a quieter environment rather than, like... Oh, definitely. Isn't there, I suppose, a danger if you're in that kind of industry that, like, to keep the party going after the... Man, yeah. And us as a band are, like, super lame. Like, super lame. Unbelievably lame. So, we'd go, like, especially when we're going, like, in Europe and places like that, like, we'd be... We'd be, we'd have them, you know, do the gig. Great. Have the crack. And then people would be like, okay, we are, we're putting you here, uh, you know, uh, uh, to sleep. And they'd be like, well, we have this really big party for you first. Everyone's coming back to your, like, hotel yeah. bar or, like, or this house that you're staying in. And we're like, ah, oh, no. No, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're all right. Oh, thanks, but no. Um, yeah, so, so yeah, it is, it is, it is, it is. Yeah, the contrast is lovely. The yeah. contrast is nice where you just, like, sit in a car and you're like, ah. Oh, but like, I missed that man. But I think we're we're doing like a European tour in April. All right, okay. Yeah, so like, it's not it's not that far away. It's not that far away. Yeah. I think we're going from like um, we're doing Dublin and then all across England, depending on Brexit. We still don't know about that, so we're gonna might have to sneak into. Yeah, yeah. Don't listen, England. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shut your ears, England. Uh, but we might have to sneak in like, and um, we've done it with America a couple of times. Yeah. Where, where? Yeah, 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 yeah. We're very clever, Jeff. <laughs> We're very clever. What we did and our is our massive US following is now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you scumbags. Um, yeah, what we did was we we would be touring with a band, yeah. and we'd arrange with the band that we could use all their gears. We wouldn't even be in like bring like a plectrum or anything like that. Oh, so technically you're not working. Technically we're not working. Yeah, so we'd go in and they'd be like, "Oh, you're going for a holiday." And we're like, "Yeah, so where are you going?" Vision of you like the lads in the Simpsons with the yo-yos in the back of the van, like yeah, 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 exactly, yeah, nothing. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it was just yeah. So that's what that's what you do. We might have to do that again with England. I don't know how harsh is Brexit. I don't know, man. Yeah. All, all I know is apparently no one can get jars or cup holders. You know, really? 
Oh, it's the weirdest stuff has become unavailable or super delayed in the last few weeks. Because of Brexit. God damn the, it. England. The co-Brexit canal, I've been calling it. Cause it's oh, just, yeah. It's all just adding up together, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Man, it's a, it's a, it's it's a weird old thing. Like, listen, we're not going to fucking talk about Brexit. Yeah, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, we're not going to talk about Brexit. Yeah. But like, it Here, I'll, does I'll, affect I'll, me. I'll, I'll pivot for you. How's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go for, um, it, go for it. Your experience coming back from a gig is very very similar to my experience coming back from shooting weddings. So, oh yeah, like wedding photography. It's an interesting one because you suddenly become like the most intimate part of someone's life. Man, I was only at a wedding and I was thinking about you the whole time. <laughs> there, there was a lad. There was a lad there um, shooting the wedding. Yeah. He turned up an hour late as well. Oh, so he missed the like I've chain. never done that. I know you've never done that, Jeff. You're, you're a very good boy. <laughs> um, but he, so he missed the changing. You know the way you're meant to get. Yeah, yeah, the, the bridal prep. The bridal prep, which is just weird having someone you don't know, like taking photos of you where you're getting. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Jeff. Some people are into it, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, he was wearing, he was wearing a black turtleneck, right? Which made him look like a spy. So not only was he wearing that, and he was wearing all the, you know, all the the camera belts and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So he was wearing all the camera belts, a black turtleneck, and he was like jumping around, like lying down in the aisle at one stage. Oh, and everyone's and Matt, I was like, again, I've never done that. Yeah, yeah. He's a spy. There's a spy at this wedding. That's what I thought to myself anyway. Sorry, you go ahead. So no, the it's downturn. Just like, it's a weirdly intense kind of day. And, oh man, absolutely. Um, like you're just in every aspect of the person's day in a very private and intimate moments and you're, you're yeah. privy to conversations and stuff that people kind of sometimes forget that you're there. Oh man, I'd say so. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. like you blend in so much and then things happen you go like, should I be photographing this? What is the weirdest thing that's ever happened to you at a wedding? Ooh, I had a wedding recently where there was a very tense morning because a guest had gone missing. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Last scene, walking towards the beach the night before, loaded up with pints. Oh, no. But, of course, no one decided to tell me about this. Mm. So there was just this really weird friggin' tension in the whole place. And lots of, like, whispered conversations that uh. stopped whenever I was around. So I was like, is there something going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I have egg on my face? Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, that was weird. Did they find him? Yeah, he showed up, which okay. is great because the, groom, right. the groom's Amazing. dad went, That's he, he was a retired cop. He goes, that's great now, because normally if they haven't found them by now, they're dead. You're like, thanks for that. <laughs> that's really lifted the mood. This <laughs> one, <laughs> Jesus, that's rough. Um, I thought I found a dead body at a wedding once. Oh, stop. Man, yeah, it was rough. It was rough. It was my mate, mate Rory. Um, and, who's but not, I, who's I, not dead, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, he's not dead at all. Uh, <laughs> but I didn't know it was him at the time because he was just a crumpled mess. Oh, we were like... We're getting back on a bus. It was in the middle of nowhere. We're getting back on a bus. And um, I went to a bush to <laughs> pee. And then, uh, yeah, I should have said, I emphasized the bad part when I should have <laughs> said, to relieve myself, instead of said piss. Anyway, um, so I went there and I was like, who's that crumpled mess? I didn't pee on him, by the way. And uh, I was like, this is a crumpled mess. And I was like shaking him. I was like, oh my God. And he felt real cold. I was like, oh shit. And I was absolutely convinced <laughs> as well at the time so it was bad I was like no and I was like shouting at everyone like it was like someone ring an ambulance and he just turned around and he goes Anto fuck off it's <laughs> like oh okay cool like yeah oh more stuff down uh, yeah yeah so that was my I found a body but I didn't really oh man <laughs> Jesus no I don't think I'd, I'd cope too well if I was at a wedding and I found oh, someone man. in a bush yeah it was pretty like it sobered me up sobered me right bush. up yeah yeah, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. No, thankfully I've had nothing too, nothing too weird. I did have to do a wedding once where I'd never met the bride and groom before. I got a call. I was shooting a wedding the day before and I got a call from a guy I know and he had a family emergency. So he asked mm. me to cover this wedding for him. So this is on like Thursday night and he's like, oh, and he goes, it's on at three o'clock and it's in such a place and can you do it? And I was like, yeah, it's sound. And I was like, and he, and he just hung up and then he knocked off his phone. No. And because look, it was, it was a big family emergency, or whatever. So I was like, "Fuck, all right, okay." So I rang the venue because it was in, it was not in, it wasn't a church venue, it was in a, a, a bar hotel. And your man goes, "Oh yeah, 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 there's a wedding here tomorrow, or whatever." And I was like, "Can you can you give me, yeah, any information at all?" Oh Jesus! And okay. I was like, "Oh, I, I, you know, there's there's names, is this and that." So I literally drove down to County Clare and showed up at this venue. I had no fucking idea. How many people? I was going to say, time. I just didn't know what they looked like, but obviously they were dressed. Yeah, nothing. I had <laughs> yeah. no information at all. I'd never even seen, you know, so I had to walk in and go, I think this is the place. And I think no. it's on at this time. And, and then, was it? 
It was, and thankfully, okay, but <laughs> the guy who was getting married was actually a cousin of a former Ireland rugby player um, who was in the venue, who's quite a big, imposing man, and he was like, hey, you, are you the photographer? I was like, yeah, yeah, yes, sir, yes, I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. come with me. No and, way, okay. And he was just showing me around, and he actually turned out to be really sound and nice, but yeah. Jesus, he scared the shit out of me. Oh, I'd say so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, fair play, Jeff, because you could have just said no. <laughs> you could have just said no. Ah, but look, I figured this lad wouldn't call me if it wasn't an emergency, oh, but okay, it was definitely yeah, yeah. weird, and... Um, it was quite funny too because it was one of those classic scenarios where the groom did not want his photograph taken at all. What? A lot of Irish grooms just do not not on board with having pictures taken. Not on board with having pictures. They're just do want, they, they want they, to get the photo thing done. They hate that part. They hate standing around. They hate looking at the camera. Yeah. They hate smiling. Do they think it steals their soul? Is I don't like know. Yeah, but his his mother, God bless her, was super enthusiastic about the family photos and oh. had all these different scenarios mapped out for how she wanted to stand. First, it was yeah. like by by age or, she, or she, as she said from when you were born and she was arranging as our <sighs> family arranging them and then like that could ask me flute man. <laughs> yeah I couldn't be tossed with partners with our partners and meanwhile like she can't see his face but I can and he's just like getting angrier and angrier and <laughs> actually like exploded you know but come here like let's be honest 99.9% of the time yeah it's for the ma and the bride oh, 100% isn't it like like, yeah. like as far as as what I've seen, the lads are always like, ah, yeah, that's grand, good stuff. And they're just like, so like, don't get angry, just get on with it. Like, so, ah, it's like, weird. <sighs> Maybe I'm I wrong. Don't, I, don't understand, I don't understand people who like make such a big deal. I've been other ones where like a brother-in-law or someone makes such a big deal about like, oh, I don't want to go in for a photo. And you're like, you know what? If yeah. you just went in and stood there and did it, did it, it'd be over in like five yeah. seconds. Yeah, exactly. Now, yeah. This has turned into an argument between you and someone else. Yeah, while I yeah, stand yeah. there going like, am I taking this picture or what yeah, the fuck's yeah. happening? You should take more argument photos. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> a specialty. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Print a book yeah, of yeah. people shouting at each other at weddings. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh my God, that would <laughs> that would be such a good book, Jeff. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay, so get on that. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> Christmas release. I'd buy it? that. I'd buy that over my own wedding photos. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, like just people arguing that. Chances are you would look at it more than your own wedding photos. Oh, definitely. Anyways, yeah, you know? like... I don't know. Like, you're married, Jeff. I am. Now, let me ask you something. <laughs> I'm not married. Right. Okay. And that's grand. I don't mm. really feel... Any need to. I, yeah, I don't know. Like Holly doesn't listen, does she? Uh, yeah, no, she's <laughs> the exact same. She's the exact same. I'm joking. Um, but, like, how was it? Was it the weirdest thing in the world? This, this is a weird conversation, but I'm actually very into, like... What is it like getting married? Well, you see, we didn't have a regular wedding. What we did yeah, of course we, we went <laughs> back to front. We went to Hong Kong. And oh, we did everything except an actual wedding there. So we did mm. all the traditional stuff, the party and all the, what the games. What is and traditional in Hong Kong? Oh, so in the morning, you have to complete these series of tasks to prove <laughs> your worthiness. Like sword fighting? <laughs> Not quite. Like, you know, like Sorry. Weird, weird stuff. Like I was like, I don't know which conversation Wait, you sword fighting you were going on about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. You can't cross <laughs> the screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. No, I'm deadly serious. Yeah, yeah, you have to like, like eat like spicy food, no. spicy food, or that's do, so much do fun. X amount of push-ups or whatever. Really? Um, in fact, friends of ours who got married in Ireland thought it was so funny that they brought it into their wedding over here, and that poor bastard. <laughs> I can still see his face when he had to eat. Have you heard? Of, you've heard of bitter melon? No. It's, it's 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 a veg that's used in a lot of Chinese cooking, and it's horrendous yeah. unless you cook it. When oh, you cook okay. it, and it breaks down. It's fine, but if you eat it raw, yeah. How have I not heard of this? I used to be a chef. Yeah, your really eyes will twitch worse than if you sucked <gasps> on a lemon. Okay, I'm into it. And uh, they gave them like pouches with baby food, and one of them was filled to the hole with like just super chili sauce, and one of them wasn't, and he had to so get. This is, sorry, I'm gonna have to break this down again. <laughs> this is real. This is you're real, not man. taking the piss. I'm me. not taking the piss here. I'm not. You have to go through a set of challenges. Yeah, yeah. That's so much cooler. Yeah, I know, right? And yeah. So you have your crew, um, your guys, your crew yeah. with you. And uh, who sets the challenge? Oh, the the bride, the bride and her and her family. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then you go, you show up at the door, you do all this stuff, and then you bargain at the door for. It's like the dowry, but it's just a bit of a game. Yeah. So yeah. all her bridesmaids are supposed to like have a bit of back and forth, but of course, so and what like bargaining uh, for the, money? Yeah, for money. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, and it's, you're supposed to settle on a lucky number, and then the lucky number sixty nine. Sorry, what? <laughs> is, is the money? <laughs> of course, like. We had agreed a, a lucky number the day before, and then they decided to change it. So I didn't have enough money on me, so I had to have a whip around. And what was the the look? Oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, so so it has to reach that, or else yeah, it was like eight hundred and you know eight hundred eighty eight dollars or something like that. You know what? Well, it's Hong Kong dollars. So That's like ninety quid. You know? Oh, okay. Um, That's still no joking. Higher ninety. No way. Yeah. Um, what was it? so you had to eat chili and stuff? 
Yeah, I'm gonna... I, I, no, I got I got off pretty light actually. I was okay. okay enough, you know. I, I was... feel like you'd have a really good chili tolerance. Kind of, yeah, yeah, tolerance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd be pretty alright. Yeah. So I'm not I'll be looking at that regard. Oh, really? I don't. Do you know what? I knew someone and I'm not gonna mention them, uh, who like just ruined themselves with chili every single day. <laughs> I, th- I know who you're talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh and he uh or she um <laughs> Basically, like, had, like, big problems and thought they had intestinal cancer. <laughs> and your man was just, like, after a while, and he went for, like, biopsies and everything like that. And then after a while, he was like, are you just eating loads of chili? He's like, yeah. And he stopped eating chili and it all went away. Like, I was like, jeez, imagine. You could destroy yourself, though. Oh, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. when, I was a, when I was a chef in, in uh, I was a chef in a vegetarian place in Dublin. Yeah. And obviously vegetarian cooking, like, can be bland, so they put a load of chili in a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. um, not that it was bland, don't get me wrong. I was a vegetarian for 10 years, like, there was some amazing veggie food, but like, yeah, they tend to smash in that chili. Like, so I lost all my tolerance. Like, so I would have been good then, but now I'm just a chili puss. <laughs> like, it's terrible. I'm, I'm not like I used to be. We had the yeah. restaurant, I, oh, like, yeah, restaurant. Yeah, that's the thing. We had like a guy, a Korean guy who worked for us who basically used to eat chilies like they're apples. Man, and uh, he made these like fermented kimchi and all sorts of stuff. And I remember one day I sent him, I was like, delicious. you know what? I'm gonna challenge you, just make me the spiciest thing you can, you know. Oh, no. But I think it was at that point in my life where you know, when you start to eat a lot of chili food, you get kind of addicted and you chase that buzz of it, even though you're sweating, yes, and yes, you're, yes, you're yes. crying nearly as you're eating, you're going, oh, yeah, this is great, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It, and it's like, it's like you've had a couple of joints when you walk around after that kind of chili, yeah, like you're, you're actually, you are kind of on that, yeah. like. Like weed buzz after that, yeah. like, like you're super kind of yeah. I wouldn't drive straight away after that, like for sure. Like you know, yeah, it's good though. Yeah, I'm into it. But you can <laughs> see how people in the industry, like you know, that kind of stuff, doing that and like the hey, I don't have time to eat. I'll just have a coffee. Yes, and like we've just finished work and we're buzzed. Let's go have a pint. Yeah, know? yeah, definitely, definitely. I work with several chefs that were just doing lines of coke in the jacks. Like, like, like <laughs> they didn't. chefs love cocaine. Chefs love cocaine. Like, I had a friend who worked in a restaurant in Dublin. And she said to me, she was literally the only person in the building who wasn't constantly off their head on speed. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, like, I I might have been around that a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Like, <laughs> Were you one of them? <laughs> no, no, not at all. No, I'm I'm, I'm a real drug wuss. Like, I, yeah. like, I, like, so I'm genuinely quite a happy dude. So I always think, like, what if that ruined that? Do you yeah, know yeah, what yeah, if, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it brought you to a dark place? Yeah. yeah, exactly. And, like, so I'd rather be just who I am and then, like, Ah, sure, listen, obviously I've had the odd joint, like, don't get me wrong with that, like, that's different though, weed is different, I suppose, but, um, yeah, never done anything else, really, I'm pretty lame, I'd be so into the idea of DMT, but then I know I'll never do it, like, I know I'll never do it. Plus, nobody ever wants to be the story of that that one guy who did that one thing one time and died. I know, (laughs) yeah, exactly, yeah, I have some friends in England, and what they do is they go to a lovely space in in the Lake District. And they light a fire, they have their camp, and because it only lasts 15 minutes, mm. they'd be like, oh, okay, like, you know, it's Jeff's turn, it's all your good mates, you just sit down on a cushion, and it's oh, like, like a safe environment. Yeah, you yeah, do yeah. DMT, great, yeah. and we'll all watch it. Yeah. And like, then you get back and you're like, all right, I'm back, and then it's Santos' turn, you know, and that sounds really appealing, like, the <laughs> idea of like, just load of sound people around, and it's all good, go meet your maker, but I'm still not going to do it, you'd, you'd want to super trust. <laughs> I know, I know, because like, oh man, so like, I'm definitely ADHD. Well, no, I am ADHD. Like, as in, I'm just very distractible. And and you know me. You know, like, that probably won't surprise you (laughs) at least bit. And one time I went on it, like, my sister, who's, like, carbon copy me, went on a medication. And she said, you should get this because it made her, like, laser focused. My sister's, like, an artist and she does all these cool paintings and ropey paintings. And um, so she's, like, a lot of work to do the whole time. And I like she, how you, you went with both cool and ropey. Just, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's the internet, mate. She used to make, like, I don't know how much you'd like me saying this. She probably won't listen. But, like, yeah, she used to make furry costumes and all that kind of stuff. And I don't know if you know furries, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. But it's, yeah furries has actually been mentioned on this show before. As really? Well, okay, really. cool. And bronies. So oh, bronies. Yeah. yeah, so there's the face of these two things. And they're like, ah, oh, that's real cute. Nice. And but it's a dark underbelly. Man, <laughs> it's deeply sexual like deeply sexual like they come with various flaps in the suits for <laughs> easy access out and in so um yeah it's oh, deeply geez. it's deeply sexual um what was he even talking about I oh yeah so know. she went she went see adhd there you go that's what i was talking about exact primal example so anyway i tried it out for a sec 
and it affected me so much. Yeah. It affected me so much. You know when you have a torch and you have it on wide and then mm. all of a sudden you close the eye and yeah, it just yeah. goes zing, into this laser. Like that was yeah. me. That was my vision. Like I was just just this like laser vision lad. I was like, oh my God. I can see do what you achieved currently. I would hate to see what happened. <laughs> but hey, that's like that's all, Holly. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I was laser focused. It was weird, but loads of weird things happened. Like yeah. the side effects of those kind of medications. So it's the only kind of medication I've ever been on. Like, but man, one thing was all my cardio just left me. Oh really? Like just left me straight away. Jesus, like gone. Like I, I'd, I'd go for a little run and I'd be, like, mm. and I was competing as like a fitness competitor, yeah, yeah. and it just all went. Um, I got real soft, real like, 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 uh, if I tensed the muscle, yeah, it would like it would be sore to tense, and I'd be like, oh, and then just like have to. So I wasn't like I was going real soft, like it was weird. Also, it makes you. Let's just say you can arrive to the party. If the party is sex, but you can't finish the party, <laughs> right? Good recovery there. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> but you can't. So, like, you're just living in this laser-focused, orgasm-free life. And I was like, meds are shit. And I went off them, and then so you, everything you came turned back. into Sting. Then briefly, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Just laser-focused tantra. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's terrible though. It's not good. And like, supposedly that's the way SSRIs treat you as well. That's a common. That's really? a common thing for sure. Yeah. So fuck that, like fuck that. So then I was like, do you know what? I'm just me. That's cool. And that's fine. I'll just deal with that. I'll be a bit distractible. The end. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll focus you in on something so for a minute. How's okay, yeah. Jeff, let's go. I'm ready. Okay. What would you say, like, you know, for people right now? Because you're obviously like reopening your gym and you're trying to get people back into exercise. There's probably a lot of people out there who, some people dive deep into doing stuff for themselves for last year and some people kind of drifted around. If they want to get back into the world of positivity and, and health and fitness, what would your advice be? Because I know that yeah. there's a strong correlation, and you've always mentioned it. And I, I quite enjoy some of your stories on Instagram where you're debunking the myths of some of the other fitness stuff that goes on out there's there. There's a lot of bullshit out there, man. There's a lot of bullshit. What my main advice is get a good coach. Because if you don't have a good coach, you're just pissing in the wind and you don't know what. And you're if you don't have a good coach, right? A good coach is like a roof on your gaff. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's holding the whole things. It's holding the walls together. It is keeping you safe. It's keeping you dry. That's not a good analogy. Um, but it's 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 like that. It's like the good solid frame yeah. that's keeping you progressing in a safe way. Roofs don't do that, but you know what I mean. <laughs> um, so that's really important. That's really important. And um, because if you don't have that, if there's no roof in your gaff, everything from the outside can come in. And it's not getting filtered at all, right? So you have steroids. That's 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 something that people get thrown onto all the time, especially young people, male and female, for sure. Um, to be honest, I know more people that are female on the Anavar train than I do dudes, but definitely young lads mm. are, are susceptible to that as well. You also have weird training protocol. And I would say... As a kind of cliche, the older men are way more kind of like uh, make weird things up for themselves that they're left to their own their own devices. I used to work in like more kind of like standard global gyms, and just the things that forty plus lads do in corners of gyms is just absolutely <laughs> weird. Like weird like, programs, is it? Just making up, like just go into a gym, like what will I do today? And like that's fair. Like some people just do that, and like they'll probably be grand. They won't make much progress. You just kind of like, maybe they want the headspace, or maybe they yeah, exactly, yeah. So there's loads <laughs> of reasons for doing it great but you're probably not going to make much progress so like lads in the corner doing like hip thrusters with weird machines that shouldn't be doing like looking a bit too sexy um you know like just all those weird things you see them like we've seen these videos on instagram yeah, yeah we've <laughs> all seen this and like i'm kind of against those videos as well because like it kind of that person if they seen themselves online and they're yeah, like oh people fair, are taking the piss yeah. that's not really fair because at least they're trying do you know what i mean mm. trying 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 that's that's what matters most but um so you have any instagram as well social media that would be another that would be like the third big thing so you go to the gym and then you look at these lads or girls on Instagram who, to a educated eye, are obviously on the juice. Like, <laughs> clearly on the fucking juice. Like, do you know what I mean? They're juiced to their tits. Like, do you know what I mean? Um, uh, they are, you know, 5% fat, low fat, so non-maintainable fat. 
they are absolutely on the juice and they do like kind of a bodybuilding regime and they will film I know I, like I know a couple of them do you know what I mean yeah, yeah. and what they do is they get in really good shape yeah. And they do loads of different types of filming and content creating yeah, over yeah. the course of a week. They change their outfits, they change locations, exactly. and make it look like they're yeah, living yeah. this life. I, I kind of um, had to mind someone on one once, basically, like because like, yeah. they were just like they were just so dehydrated. That's what they do as well. They suck all the water. And so anyway, they're putting those photos up every single day. Like oh, in the gym today, good fucking whatever. Shut the fuck up. And um, then the video is there, and it's them like at just like garden hoses for veins coming out of them you know what I mean and then people are like oh well he's that great and you don't see that when they're like fat as fuck just like just yeah, yeah, yeah. doing some not fat as fuck that's, that's right but like you know are normal and they're just in the gym and they're not prepped for a show or like for insta like, yeah, yeah. so that's really toxic because then you look at yourself and you are never going to be that way um, but that's their maintainable. life that's what they have to do you know? yeah that is what they have to do no well, sorry that's yeah. what they choose to do they choose what they to have do. To yes do. exactly because I know that one thing that you're very against as well is um, these kind of posters you're like oh what's your excuse oh man I fucking hate the what's your excuse tell you what like I didn't train much the last two days like what's my excuse I didn't fucking want to train that much like, <laughs> yeah. that's my fucking excuse oh man it's such bullshit and it's really offensive. I was actually only listening to an interview um, with an adaptive athlete. Um, he had no arm uh, from the elbow down. So um, he, you know, deadlifts with straps. He, he's a really good, really impressive athlete. Hmm. Um, doing things that are amazing for someone with two arms. Um, but as his himself, he's really impressive, really strong, really fit. Hmm. Great dude. And he was saying how patronizing it is oh, yeah. when people go, what's your excuse? You know, you should be, do- you know, you could do this yeah. because you have two arms. You could easily do this. What's your excuse? And yet he's this like elite athlete. That's like, regardless of what his situation he's is like, is, yeah, yeah, worked his fucking ass off and is, is like killing it on the, on the gym floor, like yeah. in competitions. What's your excuse? And he's just like, oh yeah. So if you had two arms, you'd be me. No, you fucking wouldn't. Like you know what yeah. I mean. And across the way, like you see in the Paralympics and all this kind of stuff. Like, what's your excuse? Like, I think it's, I think it's just really. It's actually patronizing to everybody. It's patronizing to everyone. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's like, what's your excuse? Maybe I don't want to fucking train today. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I train a lot, but there's some days where I'm like, do you know what? I didn't sleep that well. There's my excuse. I didn't sleep that well last night. So if I train, I'm probably not going to get the most out of it. Oh, I feel a bit dehydrated. My diet's not on point. Maybe I won't train today because. I won't feel that good doing it. You know what I mean? There's my excuse. Like, there's loads of excuses. Mm. But I think people just don't realize what they're posting. People just see this, and they're like, oh, that's good. Or they want, like, brownie points for, yeah, for yeah, a post yeah. and something like that. Like, some people are just shit, Jeff. Do you know what I mean? Some people are just shit. Like, And some people are savage. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's what I think about that. What was your main takeaway? Some people oh, are shitheads. I don't know. Like it, it, it is just a lot one of dangerous of information out there at the moment. Dangerous information. Yeah, sorry, exactly. So, so if you're not, if you don't have that coach, all that shit is coming in, and you can just be lost in the wind. What, fi- finding a good coach though is part of the problem, isn't it? That is, that is. Um, and there's a lot of cowboys out there. There's a lot of cowboys out there for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm like, not. You know what? Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> I'm gonna call out these fuckers. No, I won't. I won't. Um, <clears throat> Number one, I think. No, yeah, the yeah. Notepad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here is my list of people I hate. Um, no, there's a lot of cowboys out there. And um, tell you what, here's how you know a good coach. A good coach will program. Well, listen. Firstly, you should see progression in yourself with reasonable expectations. So you're not going to go in. I seen actually a thing recently where someone professed a gym, professed that in 12 days you can lose seven, <sighs> seven pounds of fat. You seen that? Yeah. Seven pounds of fat and gain three pounds of muscle, which is just like impossible. Even if you're on all the steroids in the world, that's impossible. Like uh, you'd use water fat. Anyway, there's loads of reasons why. There's no point even justifying it. Yeah. Um, so that person, that place is a con. That's a con. Yeah. Like, that's what that is. That's a con. That person is a cowboy. And they know it. And they know it. They mm. fucking do know it. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So if, but say you're like, oh, I'd love to get fit. Wow. Seven pounds of fat. That's cool. And you walk into that place and they are technically your good coach. Like, that's not reasonable expectations. Yeah, yeah. That's not. Re- so, so you have to see progress over a long period of time. And it has to be reasonable, sustainable. Pro- sustainable and reasonable as well. So that's number one. So it's hard to know straight away because you, you won't get that straight away. 
they have to scale things appropriate appropriately for you as well so a coach will come in and say do uh, one, do one at max therapy yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah jesus like so 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 um they have to see how you move they have to be in, they have to be in there with you they have to see your flexibility inflexibility they have to see your mobility they have to see your strength they have to see your weakness they have to see you move but just generally mm-hmm. right um they have to program for that so say if you get a program and you know you know Johnny, Johnny, whoever comes into the gym and they might be a bit overweight. Maybe they played a big rugby back in the day, a bit of, but they haven't done anything in like 30 years, whatever. Like, mm. like if you get in there and they're like, okay, so we're going to do muscle ups and yeah, one round max bench and then yeah, dead, volume deadlift. And um, so there's really obvious, like if, if that's the way, if, if you see that straight away and someone's programmed that for you, cool, they don't give a shit about you. Don't worry about it. They're yeah, a cowboy. Yeah. Um, what other, what, what are the good signs? Give me two seconds, Jeff. I'm just gonna run inside. No, um, like, but generally, generally they should care, and generally it should be like achievable mm. um, stuff, and they should know. I about suppose you as well. it's almost like you know you want to make sure that the coach is invested in what your goals are, not what they want for you. Exactly. You know, that's a good. That's a really good point. Because yeah. some of them would want to go. Oh, I have these guys. You know, I got them from here to here. Mm. Like those like before and after pictures. Fucking hate that man. <laughs> and uh, what's the point? What's the fucking point in a before and after? Like have them for yourself. Absolutely have them for yourself if you yeah. want. But, but it's unhealthy too because it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, look, you know, as with anyone, I, I haven't been as active in the last year as I, yeah, but I should that's have been. All right. You know. I was doing a bit earlier in the year and then took a break for summer because I'm fucking self employed, so yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. And um started back into it now, but the thing is like I know and I've been doing long enough that I can look back from like pictures from seven or eight years ago and go, well, that was nice. But I'm also seven years older and have a lot yeah. more going on. So frankly, I enjoyed that, but I'm never getting near that again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, it's all about longevity and sustainability, basically. Yeah. Like even if you're, even if you're a high end athlete, like even then you're stri- like, yeah. um, I like don't it, think people realize what it takes. Yeah, and the level of like, because you know. I would have done a lot of training at one point and I would have gone for months where I would have had a very, very strict diet and no mm. alcohol and slept well. And yeah, I gained a good bit of size and muscle and looked good. But I was still like, you know, never got anywhere even remotely close to the kind of stuff that you would you would expect. And I was like, man, I am busting my ass. And I'm like, man, yep, it's definitely steroids. They're all on steroids. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's I'm training the... four days a week and like, yeah, yeah. a rigorous diet and everything else. And I was like, mm. if this ain't doing it, it's just steroids man they are so common they are so common mm-hmm. I, I had an ex whose brother used to sell them as well and it was just like like they're everywhere do you know mm-hmm. what I mean like like people make fortunes make I fortunes believe, of them. Yeah. Um, what's interesting is uh, I knew a doctor in Galway and they were saying that at least two a month lads or girls come in with basically complete hormone sh- hormonal shutdown like yeah so if you're a man you take exogenous meaning like outside testosterone so you take testosterone whatever form it is what happens is your natural production slows down a little bit mm. and then if you take more and more it can it can stop because oh, the things um, are replacing it with the yeah so it goes oh you have enough of that lads cool i'll stop i don't need to make this anymore mm. what happens when that happens is you basically aren't making it anymore. And testosterone is not only is it just like the kind of like hyper masculine, like it's not, you know, it's kind of a bit bastardized testosterone, but it's your happy man. It's your energy. Mm. It's, it's, it's everything like that. Uh, and lads were coming in with basically shutdown. Yeah. Um, they were getting, it's like that word is kind of misunderstood too, isn't it? It's like, it's yeah. got certain connotations or associations with it that people don't understand that it's more than just like, oh man, it's, it's it's so much more. That's why I really watch mine. Like I really watch mine, yeah. but um, yeah, they'd be growing boobs, Jeff, growing boobs and having to get like surgery to get that. Like the, the like meatloaf in fight clubs. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly like that. Robert Paulson. <laughs> um, exactly like that. And then their balls were shrinking into nothing. And then, Every now and then. So you were like, obviously, that pelvic hole, and they were disappearing. 
like like she said she had to go looking for people's balls like imagine that and then obviously you're what did like, you do today at work yeah 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 <laughs> ball searching baby that's Galway baby <laughs> there you go I roll back um, uh, so like imagine that and that's just because like and it's young people young young people yeah. who aren't fully developed yet who have gone into gyms where there might be a bit of pressure to do that uh, which is actually fucking That's ridiculous. A huge point because we used to like, I kind of observed this a lot during a few years ago with the restaurant. We had a lot of like younger people who would come into us with their with their parents and stuff. And then sometimes when young lads hit like fifteen, sixteen, over the course of that summer, they get so jacked. Yeah, you're like it's not possible. Yeah, man. And and the like, pressure listen, is just like to look. the pressure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, there's freaks out there. It may be possible. It can be, especially like it, yeah, but not lads. that many of them in Galway, man. <laughs> not that many, of them, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just like skeptical, ish. Yeah. But there is, there is a lot of it. Yeah, there is yeah, a lot yeah. of it. You know what I mean? But yeah, it is. It, it it's rough, man. Imagine going through hormonal, sh- like a, basically a hormonal shutdown. Like th- it's way more technical than that. But basically, we'll just call Effect- it that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, man, it's rough. Like, so what? Like, and we have people in our gym whose previous coaches have recommended that and they've gone no that seems stupid and then they, they come they've to left. us like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so imagine getting a coach who not only like programs shit but then says oh you should get on fucking steroids like imagine that like listen like he can say like get on the creatine or whatever like that's different but like yeah but imagine. that's you know it's not like yeah <laughs> here inject this thing into inject this <laughs> hormone into you there if you don't mind <laughs> okay yeah. so give me like other than yourselves obviously while we're here in my column I'm not going to ask you to name places and go, but give me some good resources. If people want to go and learn a bit, or maybe they want to like find sources they can trust, where would you direct them? Oh man, that's that's hard. There is there is lots. There is lots. Um, a positive Instagram page is I like Squat University. It's 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 a uh, Squat University is good. Shites on a lot, but listen, who doesn't? And um, but but it's it's interesting information for sure. Um, resources. I don't know, like, like obviously you can do like strength and conditioning courses. Hmm. Um, there's daddy colleges out there teaching it, but like, you'll know when you're in a good gym for sure. You'll know when you're in a good gym, yeah. Um, because people will be enjoying it. They'll be progressing. They'll be correcting their movements constantly. The coach will be on everyone, no matter how long they are there. Mm. The coach will still be coaching people. They won't just be a hype man for the gym. Do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. if you get a coach and some coaches just start timers and then like, woo, all right, you know, like, we don't want that. Do you know what I mean? You want to be constantly correcting. I, I, I had a friend of mine who I haven't trained in a while, but he, I trained him a lot, and he was, he was so good. Like you'd be over here with him doing something, and then he just got Peter, not like that. <laughs> oh yeah. Across the room, like it's like you could feel it happening. It's like yeah, you could yeah. see someone slouching from you know behind <laughs> yeah. his back or something. <laughs> Man, now that I have a baby and he's walking, that's what coaching feels like. Yeah. You turn around for a second and he's off fucking yeah. doing something weird, and like you know, that's how I feel about coaching. We're like, I look at everyone all the time, like you know, and I love it and all that. But it is like that, you know what I mean? Because you just want to make sure everyone's. If people aren't doing things safely, they're not going to progress. Mm. And it's really hard for the older athlete or the athlete that's more into it to, you know, check the ego and, and mm. take coaching for yeah, sure. Yeah, like, yeah. We don't have anyone like that in the gym. They're all they're all so amazing. Like, but yeah. it, it is hard. So that's another thing to watch. If you're an experienced experienced person, um, and the coach is just going, "Here's your program. Oh, cool. You're, you're really good. Good." And like not doing anything yeah, yeah. more. You know, it's like that's another thing to watch. Like for yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. I think ego is the big problem, doesn't it? For especially if people have familiarity or trained before. Yeah. It, yeah. that kind of doesn't need to be left in the door because in fairness if mm. they're going into you or not necessarily you or whoever like they're going there for the service so they should at least trust the person to, to guide them through it rather than Very assuming so. you know yeah yeah it's that's a weird one that's a really hard one to deal with mm. um, dealing with the elite athlete who you can see is doing where they can or, yeah, yeah and where they can progress but they don't want to listen like yeah. um, I haven't dealt with too much of that I dealt with it in jiu-jitsu a couple of times I haven't dealt with that too much in CrossFit, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, Jiu-Jitsu was a weird one, man. I, I had a lad who wouldn't listen, and he kept getting choked out in competitions. <laughs> I was like, "Bro, you're just fucking listen." <laughs> but me and him parted ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, didn't look good for me. Do you know what I mean? I was yeah. doing my best, and then like, like, yeah, if people don't want to listen, they don't listen. That's that. So here, before we finish up, yes, just maybe address. For I know a lot of people will. Some people will be familiar with what you do in the right way. Some people won't be familiar, and some people will have the concept of what they think CrossFit is. Yes. So. Give us your version of it for people who think it's um, 
Yanks running around the field with their shirts off, uh, jumping over worms. It's a little bit of that. <laughs> it's a little bit of that. Um, you did such a good ev- job there, Jeff. We'll go with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucking grand. <laughs> um, so, CrossFit. Because like, everyone's seen the games, right? Everyone's seen the games, yeah. Listen. But that's like saying, oh, I've seen the World Cup. You know, oh, go, yeah, exactly. Go play soccer. That's like <laughs> looking at the US Open and being like, cool, I might just go play the US Open. Do you know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah. just like, ah, oh, cool, yeah, I might just... Tiger Woods seems it seems easy enough. Like, uh, yeah, they're the games, right? And obviously, the volume in the games is fucking ridiculous. It's not good for you. It's yeah, not good yeah. for you at all. Like, obviously, they're amazing athletes. Like, and and they're. they're I so do feel like they're gotten a lot bulkier in the last few years. They definitely have um, a lot lower body fat in, in a lot of. Uh, but here's the thing: like the the guy who was like uh, you know the head, the, the most amazing athlete in CrossFit, uh, male was um, Matt Fraser, and he had a good bit of body fat on him. But there's a lot they're like super ripped now, yeah. which might be best. For kind of five day events, you know what I mean. Yeah. It might be good to have a little bit of fat. In you. <laughs> um, but yeah, they have, they have. It's it's gone through the roof for sure as far as yeah. performance is concerned. It's, it's 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 amazing to see like they're absolute specimens. Like, but um, um, that's but again, not what that's, we do. Yeah, that's yeah. not what we do at all. Like, yeah, that's yeah. like, yeah, man, just like ha- own a Fiesta and going into F one. Like, do you know what I mean? That is not what we do. Like, you you have to have so many different things in mind when you do CrossFit. So there is cross. There's loads of different CrossFit gyms. Types of gym, mm. loads of different gyms as well. Um, there's like the go hard, go home gym, which I've definitely I've got, I've gone into, and it's great fun, but it leaves you in bits, and you kind of stop progressing after a while. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, it's just yeah. like you're going as hard as you can every day. Sure, you got fitter and all that, but I wasn't making much progression in those kind of gyms. Um, it was the same with like MMA, jiu jitsu, and stuff like that. Like the ones that broke down and used percentages as 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 training and kind of like focus more on technique always put out better athletes like simple as simple as so um, that's not us fair play to do that that's great for you it might work for you great it didn't work for me Um, and then what we do is a strength and conditioning model kind of OPEX model and you know progressive overload on things uh, breaking people's movement down making sure that everything's like perfectly scaled so someone can come in they can be working beside someone who is like an athlete who trains to compete and we can have a 70 year old person that on might be day, like, overweight yeah. Yeah. on their first day yeah and they're all doing the same movements but they're just different versions of the same movement mm-hmm. and we're all working together and it's all the crack yeah. so I feel for me like I hate working out on my own I hate I know you love it like oh, yeah, yeah. you're into it yeah yeah but I fucking hate it like I cannot do it I need to have the crack I need to just be you know, just in a group environment. I love being in a group environment. And the people that we do, obviously, do too. You know, like, that's their buzz. Keeps you accountable. It kind of gives you a buzz as well. Like, you're talking to someone next to you, they're doing the reps, like, whoa, that was hard. You just want to say, yeah, that was hard too. Just, you know, we're mates. Ah. Um, You know, you get that, like... You see me, I'm the opposite. I'm like, yeah, you're the opposite. Do not talk to me. Don't fucking talk to me. (laughs) Ever. Yeah, like, I'm on the exact opposite. Like, I just want to be part, I just want to be in the mix. Do you know what I mean? I don't care if I'm... It doesn't matter what I'm doing. I just want to be in the mix. Like, uh, I just love it. And like, you get this foxhole mentality. Do you know what I mean? You're all in it together. It's great crack. Um, but yeah, we're, we would be the kind of, you know, that kind of model, like strength condition, like good, good specific warm-ups, good strength pieces, good accessories that complement the strength piece. And then a wad that deals with energy systems and is sustainable throughout a five-day, six-day week, as opposed to just in there get as fucking dirty as possible (laughs) yeah yeah we don't you don't want that like you don't want that um well i don't want that i i I just found myself losing interest Mm. when you're kind of going like don't get me wrong we go hard when we're told to go hard when the percentage is right when we've done the build correctly when we've got the technique we go fucking hard like but when it's appropriate to do so but it's when it's appropriate to do so yeah absolutely and that way we get more progression and better longevity out of people which is what you should want. If you're, an, if you're someone who wants to live on earth, yeah. you should want to be a little bit fitter, a little bit faster, a little bit stronger. Yeah. And that doesn't, there's no bro patriarchy to that. That should be across the board. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what we're like. We, we, we're kind of like a mostly female gym, actually. Do you know mm. what I mean? So um, we feel that like, like everyone should be involved in every aspect of weight training. Everyone needs resistance training. Do you know what I mean? Um, and that's the way to do it, for sure. Uh, that group mentality, that community vibe, um, I love it, I love it. That's what I'm all about. It. Like, I, I, I get buzzed, I get 
jealous. You're getting excited and, talking. Oh man, I am. I'm swearing again. <laughs> Let's do push-ups. No, uh, uh, like when I coach, all I want to do besides making people better is be in the mix there. Yeah. I get jealous as a coach. Like I sit there and I'm like, oh, I'm working it really hard. Oh. <laughs> Can I join been, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, man, I, like because I just love it. I just want to be in it. I just like it's just what I've always been about from day one. Um, mm. like my granddad like used to train me from. You know, we'd be at a christening and he'd be making me do push-ups out the back, you know. <laughs> you know, it's just it's what I've always wanted to do my whole life. So um I hope that I bring my enthusiasm to the gym floor. I think I do. I think I do. But like, yeah, I get jealous of people working out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As much as I want to coach and nurture, I'm like, oh fuck you. <laughs> All right. Okay, yeah. so if anyone wants to go make Anthony jealous, um, yeah, yeah. you will find the guys. So it's on Instagram, it's Wildway CrossFit. Yeah, all one word. All one word. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and yourself because you're pretty short of a few followers, you know. Yeah, couple. I'm short for a couple. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? It's funny. Instagram's funny, man. Because like, I, I like just over lockdown, my Instagram kind of blew up a little bit just because of balance videos, like balance and, oh, yeah, and yeah. gymnasticy type videos. Like, um, they got shared a lot. Like, which was which was real nice. Like, um, and I got a rake of followers. I think it was up to like 22,000 at one stage, right? Yeah. Which, like, I was grand. I don't really give a fuck about social media, to be honest. Like, I just yeah. want to show what I'm about and what yeah, the gym's yeah. about and, like, maybe help other, other people kind of find Yeah, exactly. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And it's not about, like, anyway, I, I, like, it yeah. doesn't matter. But it's funny, when I show Bo or I show just to Holly, Bo is, is. Bo, my son, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Because yeah. it sounds like you're referring to your Bo. <laughs> my Bo. <boo. laughs> uh, no, yeah. So, uh, my partner or my son. Yeah. I'll go down about 500 followers like, <laughs> it's gas like and I'll put them up and I'll be like watch this honey, watch this and like 500 followers just drop which off is, like, which is kind of fascinating because like isn't there something deeply wrong with people then if that's you know, yeah. no do the thing I don't want to do see this do the balance thing you little <laughs> slut <laughs> yeah it's weird like yeah so if I show myself in a family based setting like everyone's yeah. like unfollow <laughs> but I just think it's funny whatever like, yeah I know that Dara Breen did a good sketch about that where he's like, there's something deep around us as humans when we find the offspring of other animals cuter and more interesting than our own. <laughs> that is unfair. He's like, picture of a baby, no shits. Picture of a puppy, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, yeah, that's it, that's it. Yeah, it's funny, Instagram, Instagram's a weird world, man. I just like, there's a lot of just aggressive naked men on Instagram <laughs> that, that like send you DMs. That's, that's my Instagram. It's, it's rough, man. It's rough. In that yeah. case, I think I'll keep away from large following. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. Better off. Better off. Although the, 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 the random weird messages has definitely increased lately, isn't it? Like, or hasn't it? Rather, <laughs> you know that and like the spammy phone calls, which I don't. I don't answer my phone anymore unless I know, I know the number because it's just getting annoying. It's bad. It's bad. I, like they've just figured something now. Yeah. Oh man! I, like I know. Like my little granny's so sound. She just like she knows what's up. But my other granny's like really naive, and I feel like oh my god, she's gonna give her some money to some Nigerian prince somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's gonna be bad. It's you, gonna be bad. You, you do worry about like yeah, the L ones with technology. Yeah, someone I know, an old person was like showing me that. I was like, don't click the fucking link. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, it's okay. I didn't click the link. I just typed it into the search bar. And I was like, don't do that either. No. It's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh shit, that's bad. That is bad. But yeah, the the messages are 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 real rough. Like yeah. like yeah, they they can get pretty weird. Like even even a wild way, we showed a picture of a coach with an empty bar. She was just showing a technique, yeah. and like a lad message just being like, you know, you have to put weights on that bar. And it's like oh, you just you're just a terrible person. Like you're just terrible. Like like and the whole promote this on and then the tags mother account. You know? Yeah yeah exactly yeah. What the fuck is like as if you've ever gone oh fitnesslovers.e I'll go in there and like <laughs> yeah I will post that photo you're right fitnesslovers great <laughs> yeah I don't think I don't think anyone gives a shit about that kind of thing like no I no. don't think so good <laughs> yeah, yeah okay we're gonna we're gonna keep it under the hour Anthony so okay have, have we have done that 60 seconds for you to say anything else that you want to say uh, 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 <laughs> I'm just gonna do this for six seconds <laughs> um, uh, no I think that's it I think we absolutely covered everything I think so do you think yeah, 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 yeah. So while we, I think this was excellent. It was, it was brilliant. Yeah. Good, it's for good first one back. Uh, That's yeah. my RTE excellent. So <laughs> brilliant podcast yeah. with Jeff and Andrew. So yeah, we've thirty five seconds to tell you that, that we're doing this because um, Andrew, as we all know, for anyone who's been listening, his partner had a baby. Just to clarify, Andrew did not have a baby; his partner did. No. So he's been a little bit busy, and we decided that we should have an old chat. And Andrew, you. being the positive center of Michael, and we figured who better Ow. to bring on here. To ease us back into it. So, Anto, thank you so much for thank joining you for us. I'm glad I lubricated the situation. Thank you. 
Oh, we almost got through it. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks very much. Ow! <laughs>